0: Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot.
1: The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Photo Finale, and Advertech Printing. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by Ina Hilker, the head of market intelligence for Felix Scholler over in Germany. Hi, Ina, how are you today?
0: Hi, and good morning, Gary. I'm very well, thank you.
1: For the people who aren't familiar with Felix Scholler, can you tell us a little bit about the company's longstanding history in the industry?
0: Felix Scholler is a leading manufacturer of high-quality specialty papers. We have uh, around uh, 3,800 people in 12 production sites around the world. And we manufacture around 400 to 450 thousand tons of paper uh, every year. Uh, one of our major markets is uh, photo media or media for uh, photo applications, small format as well as large format media. And uh, we are one of the few remaining uh, paper mills worldwide supplying photographic base paper for traditional silver halide coatings. We are in other paper markets, uh, too. We supply uh, specialty paper for uh, the furniture and flooring industry. We have non-wovens for wall decoration. We have uh, sublimation uh, paper for gift products and textile markets, among others.
1: And those markets are becoming more and more photo, if you will. The wall decor and the gifting sublimation are kind of coming into contact with photo more and more.
0: Yeah, we are seeing uh, interesting overlaps there too. And uh, it is interesting for us because we have a long history in photo markets. And now we see our so-called new products also moving more into the photographic space. It's interesting.
1: So most people don't realize is many of the branded silver halide papers over the years were actually made with Felix Scholler based media as part of the, the formula there. So you've been a long-standing component of the photographic industry uh, without a lot of people even being aware of it.
0: Oh yeah, that, that's true. And for a long time, we were very proud uh, to say that every second paper uh, photograph in the world was made on Felix Scheller paper in the good old silver halide days. This has changed obviously, but uh, yeah, for a long while, we, we were proud that we had every second photo on our paper.
1: The reason I wanted to have you on is uh, Felix Scholler recently released a report to the industry, which I wanted to discuss with you the uh, high points of it, because it's the kind of report that shows market trends in photo printing media. You were the author of the report. How did you uh, come up with the information?
0: several sources we used uh, for this information. We have been uh, analyzing photo markets for for many, many years and we have a very good relationship with our customers and we talk to our customers on on a regular basis. So one thing we did is that we built a survey and we asked a large number of our customers around the world what kind of trends they see in photo printing In particular, with regard to technology changes, Mm -hmm. we also work with industry consultants, of course, and we collect uh, information from from independent consultants. And then also we talk to uh, other uh, players in the market, like equipment manufacturers, printer Mm -hmm. manufacturers software suppliers. We also talk to photo distributors. So these are the sources we use for, for our
1: information. So you're getting information not only on people who may be using your product, but they're using a mix of other products. So it's a pretty global look at the market, not just from a Felix Scholler viewpoint.
0: No, exactly.
1: So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, the, the report starts out with the impact on photo printing that COVID-19 had on it. And it really doesn't seem very optimistic, (laughs) if you will. I mean, it seemed like from 2019 to 2020, there was an overall total market decrease, but it looks like that silver halide took the biggest hit.
0: Yeah, um, 2020 was a very difficult year, obviously. It's a a no brainer. Uh, With regard to photo printing, we saw different effects. Professional markets like school photography, event photography were hit very hard. I mean, without events, uh, there's no event photography, obviously. Photo retail printing, so on-site printing of photo gift products and and photo photo cards, photo prints was hit also because of the lockdowns. Stores were uh, closed for a time in Europe, in the United States. In Europe, stores were able to reopen after a while, but they blocked off their instant print kiosks because they were afraid that people would catch COVID from touching a print device. This market segment was was hit also. On the mm-hmm. other hand, we saw that products like wall decoration uh, were very much in, in focus last year because people had time at home they looked through their pictures they found beautiful pictures and had product made uh, eventually because they had time to do it the right. same goes for photo books and calendars we saw hmm. uh, some growth in in that category but hmm. uh, in the end the problems in the professional segment and in photo retail printing were bigger than the uh, than the growth we saw in these other categories so the growth in wall decoration and photo merchandise made up for some of the losses, but not for all of it.
1: That's one of the things that most people, generally speaking, in the marketplace don't realize: is the you know the school and events market were among the largest market segments in terms of consumption of paper than than, the, than a lot of the other segments. So when that segment got hit, it it just impacted the overall market. Although for the most part, when you talk to you know, independent retailers or some of the online companies, people like that, like that, who were moved into wall decor and did some innovative marketing, um, they, they they were able to uh, withstand the hit. One of the things that I saw in the report was that toner actually increased a little bit. Toner based printing technologies. One of the trends we think we're seeing with COVID is that it that it accelerated shifts. It accelerated the move to online. It accelerated some moves to direct digital for image capture for events and schools and things like that. Do you think that's what's happened here is that COVID has made the decline in silver halide more aggressive and the increase in things like toner greater? Uh,
0: In the end, yes, that's, uh, we, we believe that this is what happened. Silver halide, first of all, professional was you were right professional is a strong segment still for silver halide and that was hit heavily and at the same time people also discovered that with with silver halide and the the chemistry you are running you need a certain turnover to keep your chemistry uh being okay and uh Also, to keep the cost advantages you have with silver halide. Silver silver halide needs a lot of volume to be cost effective. And Mm -hmm. these advantages are going away with the declining volumes. And because we saw these big declines last year, it's getting more obvious that uh, what what the problems are with silver halide. And uh, people move to other technologies faster now.
1: So we're seeing increases in dye sublimation for gifting products and things like that. Uh, Thermal for kiosks, which I remember when people turned up their nose at thermal and kiosks, it's like, that will never work. And now you see what's being produced in kiosks and they're excellent prints. There's no reason why they can't be side-by-side with silver halide. And then we also see high uh, productivity toner-based systems and inkjet kind of coming to the forefront. From the Felix Scholler viewpoint, do you think the switch has happened, that that silver halide has been technically replaced, it just doesn't know it yet?
0: No, I wouldn't put it that strong. I mean, this transition away from silver halide to other technologies has been going on for, for a long while.
1: So the trend we're seeing with silver halide being impacted is really something that's been happening for a while, both from a technology standpoint. And from a lab preference standpoint, like like you were saying, there was, you know, the chemicals you have to keep in balance, there's dark room considerations. It's it, it's much more challenging to handle the product now that you have technologies like Inkjet and Toner that can compete. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo
0: retailers, energize your sales with Share Me Chat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMe Chat close more sales without adding staff. Find out more at shareme.chat. Yeah, this, this is very true. Sil- Silver Halide is a very good technology in high volume applications and it has it's justification why it is used in central photo finishing. If you have medium to smaller volumes, it is clumsy to handle your chemicals. There are more advantages with these other so-called dry printing technologies, where you switch on the power in the morning and uh, your your device is, is up and running. And what we have seen, quite clearly in in our market research uh, is that product and volume are driving the technologies print service providers are are choosing for for their uh, printer. So if you are in a smaller volume category, inkjet or thermal printing is your preferred method of choice. If you are in the high volume category, like four by six printing in a central environment your technology is is uh, silver halide because there uh, it's worthwhile to work with the chemicals or in the long term inkjet or liquid toner devices, because these print devices offer a much higher speed and capacity.
1: The other thing that it offers is greater flexibility in terms of products you can offer.
0: Oh, yeah, and- for sure. For sure. I mean, duplex printing with silver halide is very difficult. I mean, you can do it uh, as such. You print and glue the paper together uh, with the, sil- the toner based printing or or inkjet. You have the opportunity to do duplex printing for for books for example
1: plus you can do things like gifs canvas enlargements you know things like that that are you can generate many more products off a single image than you could previously because in the old days as you and i both remember the days of film it was basically a one-to-one thing there was one image and you took basically they printed one picture off of it right a four by six And now consumers may have many more pictures, you know, probably five or 10,000 pictures a year they're taking. And out of those, there's a few great ones, which they can make many things out of, which I think is the shift for the industry is to go from a one-to-one idea to a a lot of things from a few images idea at a a higher margin and productivity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there, with these other print technologies, you have the advantage that uh, these these technologies offer a much wider range of uh, substrates like like canvas, uh, vinyls, uh, and you name it, you can, uh, non-woven products, for example, uh, and uh, these are substrates uh, you cannot print with uh, silver halide technology, but you mm-hmm. can with inkjet or toner-based
1: uh, printing devices. There was a point in here where you talk about why people made the changes from one type of media to digital media, right? Where where you talk about this, I believe is on page six, where you talk about, people are looking for new opportunities, but they're also being, quote unquote, forced to change. So part of this is a growth opportunity, but also an opportunity that maybe my equipment isn't going to be around much longer.
0: Yeah. In 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 our survey, we, we actually saw that uh, people started transitioning to other technologies a long time ago already, let's say 10, 12 years ago. And uh, these people in the beginning of this technology transition in general saw opportunity in these new printing technologies. They saw that they could use dry technology for photo gift products and wall decoration, for example. Mm -hmm. Over time, these people, of course, transitioned to different technologies, while others were staying with silver halide. these people staying with silver halide, they start changing over to new technologies now, or they have started uh, in in the past years very, very, very late, and they are driven by the fear that silver halide technology, in the long run, will not be available anymore. And mm-hmm. it's it's not just the printer; it's also also the chemicals for example and they mm-hmm. start having the feeling and also the, the paper they mm-hmm. start changing over to other technologies out of fear that either mm-hmm. one of their components or the whole system is not available anymore in let's say 10 years or when, whenever
1: because you used to be able to amortize you know of of a, a, a printer or a film processor or a paper processor over decades, really. If we could keep that thing going and it's it's golden, you know. And nowadays, uh, because of COVID, you know, we're also looking at uh, shipping problems with you know containers off the coast of California of paper not being able to arrive. And there's a lot of concerns with that. Moving on from those type of concerns, I also found interesting this one chart, um, I believe it was on page seven, where you talk about the type of printing technology for different types of applications, photo merchandise, wall decor, school and kindergarten photography, consumer photo printing. Do you think that's where the choices are gonna be made is I'm gonna choose toner based more because I'm more into the photo merchandise world. And I, you know, if I'm more into wall decor and posters, and higher end albums I may choose inkjet is that where the delineation is taking place? is is the type of markets you're serving
0: yeah I tried to explain that a little earlier already it is like it's the 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 type of product and the volume behind the products you're offering Mm -hmm. is what Defines the technology you are using. All these technology have their merits, but they are strong for for different uh, for for different uh, features. Like toner and silver halide, both offer very 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 good quality and mm-hmm. also high speed printing. Right. And uh, in the case of silver halide, it's also low cost combined with high-speed printing. Inkjet, on the other hand, offers a wide range of different substrates and surfaces. You have glossy, you have matte, you have metallic, all sorts of things. You have canvas, all sorts of uh, uh, different substrates. If if we look outside printing on paper, which is the Felix Scheller, Uh, interest of course with inkjet you can print on wood you can print on glass and you have a much larger product range you look at so uh, if you want to go into wall decoration and you would like to offer the whole range of products inkjet is your technology of choice Mm -hmm. if you are a small photo retailer and you offer on-site printing for four by six prints you want to look at inkjet or thermal, because you have small printing devices, you can scale these printers, if you need more capacity, you just buy a second one and you do not ha- have to change everything in, in your print shop. So it, it is product and volume that defines the technologies you want to use in for your printing
1: and also portability too i mean that's one thing you're not really mentioning here but i think it's pretty important is if you're putting in some of these digital printers especially in a retail store right i'm talking about you know a, a shop you can reconfigure your store and move things around uh, much more easily than you could with a wet lab back in the day it's just gives the retailer much more flexibility or even the ability to to print at events or remotely or do things like that which you know you can't couldn't take a wet lab to a wedding reception and make prints there
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's a great point gary absolutely and in particular with regard to event photo we we can see that uh, these event photographers it's they they love the small inkjet printer devices you you yeah. carry along uh, at graduation of my my two kids we had these event photographers with small inkjet printers and we could buy the prints immediately while we were celebrating their graduation.
1: And if if they make it easy and affordable, you're more likely to do that than to hit you up a week later with an email that says, Hey, go to a gallery and find pictures. Not that there's not a market for that, but I think there is an advantage to in-the-moment picture providing for those kind of things like wedding receptions, graduations, theme parks. All of these places where when people are engaged in the activity, they want something to take with them.
0: Yeah, de- definitely. It 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 makes buying these products easier. And you are absolutely right. There is a market for. I order these prints a week later and I go to an online gallery but a a large bunch of people is happy when they can buy these prints at the event and take it home immediately and and also if you buy it immediately sometimes you still can go to this gallery a week later and reorder or whatever it is just it makes things more flexible and offers more options for for the printer and also for the buyer.
1: One of the other items that's in the report is you talk a little bit about future growth, that the market is going to recover um, after the impact of COVID-19 and it will grow through the next few years. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's really more the positive side I think we wanna go towards is the, is the positive outlook for the industry
0: yeah that's what we all hope that we will see some recovery after this bad year uh, 2020 uh w- yeah w- let me start by saying that uh, unfortunately with all the lockdowns we were still seeing this year this recovery is is a little delayed so from what we have seen in the first 6 months of this year uh some markets were still slow and and difficult but things start to pick up now even in Germany, schools uh, are back to a regular schedule now and not locked down, so school photographers uh, can go out and take pictures again. So we, we all hope that uh, we are we are turning the the industry now the corner now uh, yeah. with regard to growth. And then. Yes, actually, uh, before COVID, uh, the, the trend for photo printing was not bad. Photo merchandise, of course, has been the driver of growth in, in the industry, uh, for, for many, many years. And this mm. is across the world, but there's still a lot of potential in, in photo merchandise, in particular outside mm. of the, uh, established markets in, in Western Europe and, and North America. But also the trend for for single photo prints four x six was uh, was not bad before COVID. It was not great, but we were not seeing these big declines we saw in in the early 2000s. Sure. Decline was in low single digits, uh, I would say, and uh, in in many markets it was obvious that. Uh, Smartphone apps were were support supporting uh four by six printing mm-hmm. as well as photo merchandise, like in Europe we have these famous uh free print app or yeah. la la app where where you order your your prints with with a click from from your smartphone, and you could see that this was supporting uh uh printing of of four by six prints. Already, sure. so so the trend was not bad, bad, and uh, from our point of view, there is no reason why we sh- wouldn't go back to these more positive trends when mm-hmm. we come out of this pandemic.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the things that's interesting is you have a note here in the uh, one of the pages about the the projection of growth, and uh, you know thermal seems to be going to be growing in double digits. Uh, toner based about six percent, inkjet two percent, but that's coming from a fairly large base. But still, silver halide, even though it will decline, is still bigger than thermal. I mean, it's still a big segment of the market is silver halide.
0: Yeah, that's just what a lot of people uh, uh, don't know or don't want to see anymore these days. Silver <laughs> halide is still a big part of this market. It is substantial volume, and this will continue for. Many years in central processing, and this is—I know—this is a very European thing. Uh, silver halide is still the dominant uh, printing technology. This is something we shouldn't forget. A lot of markets, and including North America, have have shifted away from central processing. I mean there there are a couple of very strong central photo labs in in the US. I, I know this and uh, they they also run substantial volume uh, of silver halide paper. But but in Europe uh, central processing is is a lot stronger than in any other region in right. in this world. And well this is basically uh, silver halide printing.
1: So to get a copy of this report, we've set up a special bit.ly link, uh, which we'll put in the show notes, but it's a bit.ly Felix Scholler photo print report. And for more information on Felix Scholler as a company, you know, where do you want people to go?
0: Yeah, if you want to learn more about our products and services, please go to our website, www.felix-scholler.com. And if you like to discuss the results of Uh, our survey or want to learn more about the report, my email is uh, in the report. So please contact me directly. I'm happy to discuss uh, market trends with anybody who's interested.
1: Well, thank you, Ina, for your time and your uh, information. And I hope you have a great fall season. Thank you
0: very much. Lovely to speak with you. And thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com